Davidson. I'd like you to join me and the ministers of music from here, Water of Life Church in Plano, Texas, as we minister the gospel, the death, burial, and resurrection of our Lord Jesus, which is the power of God. Hello, I'd like to share something before I get into what God has me to share. But in 2008, in August, God told me, I want you to read Smith Wigglesworth's book. I said, I don't even have a book. But I found one. God told me where it was, and I found it. And I said, I'm not to read this. I don't, I don't read any other book than the Bible. And you know what? My Bible disappeared. My Bible disappeared. And I looked all over, and I tried to read the Bible online. I said, I don't know where my Bible went. And I said, you know what? I'm going to go out and buy a Bible. And, and it didn't work out. And God said, I told you, I want you to read Smith. So I went to get the book that I had. I had my mother gave it to me like 30 years ago. And I started reading it. The sec, the, I told God, I'm going to give you two chapters. If two chapters don't do anything for me, I'm going out and buying the Bible. I read the first chapter, and I was on the floor in tears, in tears. The second chapter was titled, The Name of Jesus. And it told a Smith Wigglesworth going into a, a town that um, had a gentleman that was their pastor that was in the last stages of tuberculosis, tuberculosis. He could not lift his hands. He could not do anything on his own. He was bedridden totally, and he was getting ready to die. And they asked Smith as a last effort, would you please come and pray for the man? And God told Smith to go. So Smith went, and he took six other people with him into the room. And they, he told the people, we're just going to stand around the guy. And they said, he, he looked dead. He was that far gone. And he said, I'm not, we're not going to do any praying, none. He said, we're going to stand here around this gentleman, and the only thing we're going to do is say the name of Jesus. That's it. They started to whisper Jesus, and they kept whispering. And the guy that was in the bed didn't even want healed. His heart was so hard, he wasn't even going to help. But the power of God started working. And it, Smith Wigglesworth said six times the power of God fell on that man. And six times the man just put his heart against it. Or five times. But the sixth time, Smith saw tears in the guy's eyes. Six times the power of God got on him. Do you know what? The man ended up standing up, dressing himself, and going downstairs. He was totally healed. Totally healed with doing nothing but saying the name of Jesus. That got my attention. But you know what the funny thing was? I couldn't do that. I thought that was just a marvelous work, and God delivered me of some unbelief. And I started, I thought, you know what? I'm just going to say the name of Jesus. You know what? I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. I couldn't even do it here. I couldn't do it at home. There was something in me that totally bound me up. I could not even say the name of Jesus over and over again. Oh, I could say, oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you in Jesus' name. No problem. But to say, Jesus, 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 I could not do it. And I told God, what's the problem? And you know what? I settled in myself. I said, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it until I break through. And you know what I did? I did. I forced myself to say the name Jesus, Jesus, Jesus until I overcame and I burst out laughing. And now I can say Jesus, 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 Jesus forever. I know the man and I know what he did. Now, if you will turn with me to Hebrews 9, 
I'm going to go to verse 24. This is talking about Jesus. It says, For Christ has not entered into the holy places made with hands, which are the figures of the true, but into heaven itself, now to appear in the presence of God for us. This is talking about Jesus after he was resurrection, after he was resurrected. He died here on earth. He shed his blood on the cross. It says when they got ready to take him down, that a soldier took a spear, pierced his side, and out came blood and water. Jesus died. They buried him. And then the third day, he rose again. And when he rose again, he met Mary. And he said, don't touch me. I haven't been to my father yet. Don't touch me. I haven't been to my father yet. He said, I'm going to my father and your father, my God and your God. And what was he doing? He was taking his blood to heaven. He was taking his blood to heaven. And this is what happened. It says, for Christ has not entered into the holy places made with hands, which are the figures of the true, but into heaven itself. Now to appear in the presence of God for us, for us, nor yet that he should offer himself often as a high priest entered into the holy place every year with the blood of others, not sacrifice himself often. For then must he have often been suffered since the foundation of the world. But now once, see that word once, once, now once. In the end of the world has he appeared to put away sin by the sacrifice of himself once. And as it is appointed unto men once to die, but after this the judgment. So Christ, Jesus Christ, was once offered to bear the sins of many. One offering, once. To bear the sins of many, and unto them that look for him shall he appear the second time without sin unto salvation. You see right there, folks, he's coming back. He is coming back. Get yourself ready. He's coming back. Now, turn the page to Hebrews 10. I'm going to begin in verse 9. This is, G this is talking about Jesus. He said, then said he, lo, I come to do thy will, O God. This is Jesus speaking. I come to do thy will, O God. He taketh away the first, the first covenant, that he may establish the second covenant. I come to do thy will, O God, not Jesus' will, his Father's will. Now look at verse 10. By the which will, the Father's will, by the which, the Father's will, we are sanctified through the offering of the body of Jesus Christ once. Do you see that? Once. We are sanctified through the offering of the body of Jesus once. Once. Let's go on. And every priest standing daily, ministering, and oftentimes the same sacrifices, which can never take away sins. But this man, Jesus, notice it says this man. Do you see that three-letter word there? This man. But this man, after he had offered one sacrifice for sins forever, one sacrifice for sins forever, he only did it once. But this man, after he had offered one sacrifice for sins forever, sat down at the right hand of God from henceforth expecting till his enemies be made his footstool. Look at this next verse. For by one offering, one, one time, by one offering, 
He has perfected forever them that are sanctified. He has perfected forever them that are sanctified. Who are sanctified? Go back up to verse 10. By the which we are sanctified through the offering of the body of Jesus Christ once for all. By one sacrifice we have been perfected forever by one sacrifice perfected forever them that are sanctified. Now what are you waiting for? What are you waiting for? One sacrifice we have been perfected. Our sins are already taken care of. We have already been justified by that blood that Jesus took to heaven. We have been made rich by the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus. What are we waiting for? You know, I get emails and messages from people. I know I need a big deliverance. What are you waiting for? I got a question to ask you. And I thought this was funny because God asked me this one day too. He said, do you have a license to drive a car? Well, of course I do. I passed all the tests. I got my license. He said, do you go take that test every morning when you get in the car? No, because I already have the te- I already have my license. One sacrifice. He has perfected forever. You are already perfected. I don't feel perfected. That's why they say it's by faith. The just shall live by faith. Silly. That's why it's the just shall live by faith. It's not the just shall live by feelings. It's not the just shall live by a salary. The just shall live by faith. You're not going to feel it. You're not going to see it. It's not going to blossom in the morning when you get up. The just shall live by faith. By one sacrifice thou hast been perfected forever. You are already perfected. There's only one sacrifice. Let's go on. Verse 15. Whereof the Holy Ghost also is witness to us. For after that he had said before, this is a covenant I will make with them after those days, saith the Lord. I will put my laws into their hearts and in their minds till I write them. And their sins and iniquities will I remember no more. Now, where remission of these is, where they took away all the sin, there is no more offering. No more. There is no more offering. It's done. What are you waiting for? It is done. Your sins have already been forgiven. There's not going to be any more offering. It's already been done. But you say, oh, but we can't be perfect. Really? By one offering thou hast perfected forever. Jesus became, who knew no sin, became sin that we might be the righteousness of God. Now, if you are the righteousness of God, how much better can you get? If you are the righteousness of God, if you have no sin, if you have been made righteous, if you have his nature, if you have the Holy Ghost, if you have no sin, what more can you do? By one sacrifice, one. And I want to show you a verse too. God got me on this one because I've heard all my life, you can't be perfect. Nobody can ever be perfect. You can never be perfect. 
You can never be perfect. We're going to walk the best we can, and we're going to get to heaven, and we're just going to be up there, and we're going to say, and God's going to say, ah, yeah, you did okay. You can come in. Turn with me to Matthew 5. Verse 48, this is written in the Bible, in the Bible. Verse 48, be you therefore perfect, even as your Father which is in heaven is perfect. Now, what are you going to do with that? Be ye perfect by one sacrifice thou hast perfected forever. What are you waiting for? Now, how does that happen? How does this happen? We have been made perfect by one sacrifice. How does it happen? Turn with me to 1 John 1, verse 7. But if we walk in the light, as he is in the light, what is that light? 2 Corinthians 4, 4. I'm not, you don't have to go there, but it says, In whom the God of this world has blinded the minds of them which believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine unto them. What is the light? The light is the gospel. The light is that Jesus died for us, that he was buried for us, and that he was raised again for us and with us. So it says seven, but if we walk in the light, in the gospel, as he is in the light, we have fellowship one with another, and the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanses us, cleanses us. As we walk, we are being cleansed. As we walk, we are being cleansed. It's faith to faith, uh, grace to grace, strength to strength. But the sacrifice is already done. It's already done. You can't get any more sacrifice. Your sins have already been taken care of as we walk in that gospel. And what is the end product? Turn with me to Revelation 7. This is beautiful. Verse 9. This is John speaking. He said, After this I beheld, and lo, a great multitude, which no man could number, of all nations and kindreds and people and tongues, stood before the throne and before the Lamb, clothed with white robes and palms in their hands, and cried with a loud voice. Can you imagine an innumerable company of people crying out with their voices? Salvation. To our God, which sitteth upon the throne and under the Lamb. And all the angels stood round about the throne and about the elders and the four beasts and fell before the throne on their faces and worshiped God, saying, Amen, blessing and glory and wisdom and thanksgiving and honor and power and might be under our God forever and ever. And one of the elders answered, saying unto me, this is John, What are these which are arrayed in white robes, and whence came they? And I, John, said unto them, Sir, thou knowest. And he said to me, These are they which came out of great tribulation and have washed their robes and made them white in the blood of the Lamb. Washed their robes and made them white in the blood of the Lamb. How do we do that? We take up our cross daily. We walk in the light. We take up our cross daily. We walk in the gospel daily and the blood of Jesus cleanses us from all sin. What are you waiting for? It's already been done. Thank you for joining Kathy Davidson and the ministers of music from Water of Life Church. She would love to hear from you. 
you may reach her by email at kd at kdwol.com. Or you may write her at Kathy Davidson, Care of Water of Life Church, Post Office Box 861-327, Plano, Texas 75086. You may find her on the internet at www.kdwol.com and on Facebook and Twitter. Until next time, God bless. Thank you.